As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. And what's up, Obscurians? It's time for another episode of Obscurity Now, the show that takes a look at weird and almost forgotten pieces of media and decides if they should be remembered for all of human history or tossed in the black void of obscurity, never to be heard from again. My name is Steve, and with me, he was the only other member at Mr. Bean's New Year's Eve party. It's... Uh, Pac Ombre. Uh, how are you doing? <laughs> wow. Can I still remember? Yeah, and well, would you look at that? We're wearing the same clothes. That's so. I have an Inspector Gadget closet, actually. Uh, <laughs> this is. Uh, that is impressive. Not the same shirt, just the same design. Now, what do you get a man for Christmas who has an Inspector Gadget closet like that? I mean, he's got everything um, at that point. Any shirt will be fine because he doesn't own it. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're not here to talk about Pac-Man or Inspector Gadget. We're here to talk about Mr. Bean. And I don't know. I feel like I feel like he's never come up in conversation between us. So I want to know what are your thoughts on Mr. Bean? I used to watch Mr. Bean a lot when I was. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I really watched him into my teens, but I, th- I think like definitely like between ten and. 12 maybe 13 or so i watched them quite a bit yeah i used to play it run on pbs here in florida me too uh, yeah and yeah yeah i i used to watch mr bean and i think maybe red dwarf came after it or one came after the other oh or man you like got that. you and i were watching the same block of like british sci-fi shows uh at the same time but we weren't even friends back then that's so crazy wow <laughs> it, it was meant to be it was. you know what steve <laughs> Should you just leave your wife and get with me? Well, I was voted most <laughs> likely to start a podcast with Yehel Velasquez in high school. And I was like, who is that guy? Who? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> What's a podcast? Yeah, I know. It's so strange. <laughs> but uh, all right. I'm glad. To he- and then Steve Jobs put his finger on your lips and said, you'll see. Yeah. You'll then he see. died. Yes, that actually happened. Then, he- <laughs> <laughs> then his liver exploded. That's how he time travels. It, wait, is that how he died? His liver exploded? Yeah, I thought he had liver cancer. Maybe it was pancreatic oh. cancer. Anyways, uh, really, yeah, I, uh, everybody loves it when you make fun of cancer. Yeah, I mean, you we're know? kicking <laughs> off the new year with death. I mean, what, what better way to do it? Um, no, yeah. but all right. I'm glad to hear that you're a fan because I definitely was too. Uh, watching it not only on WUSF as you did in between Red Dwarf and Doctor Who, but before that, uh, whenever we would get the HBO free previews, I know they would play um, Mr. Bean on there as well. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, I, I thought he was, uh, you know, pretty much a genius. But then I discovered, and they, were, they ran this on WUSF as well. Did you watch his previous work in The Black Adder? No, oh, man. No, I didn't even you. I didn't even hear about the Black Adder until like really. Long. I I still haven't seen any of you it. You will love it. It's all. It's weird. It's almost kind of like the uh, antithesis of Mr. Bean because, as you're gonna see uh, there, dear listener, 
Mr. Bean is very um, sort of like physical comedy, almost kind of like a um, a Buster Keaton or something from uh, back before there was sound in um, in like movies and stuff. Uh, it's all a very f- like physical comedy kind of slapstick, if you will. But the Black Adder, it is a historical comedy, and he is uh, very uh, sarcastic. It's all about uh, it's all about the words in the Black Adder, if you will. And um, I think yeah. you would love it. Uh, I loved it. I was like, it made me see Rowan Atkinson, who plays Mr. Bean, in a whole new light. And I highly recommend you check out that show. But uh, in the meantime, would you like to dive a little bit deeper into Mr. Bean? Well, uh, I am curious, though, before we do that, um, have you watched Mr. B? When's the last time you watched Mr. Oh, man, I'm not going to lie. It's been a while. Um, I would say probably late 90s, um, early 2000s. But I did watch the movie that starred Rowan Atkinson, Johnny English. Did you ever see any of those? No, but and wasn't there also like a Mr. Bean movie like in the 2000s? Yeah, and there's also an animated series as well. Um, But I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't watch any of that stuff. Um, I'm a... uh, I I saw like the animated series was on for 17 years, 131 episodes. Well, that ran a lot longer (laughs) than uh, Mr. Bean itself, as we're about to see. Um, But... Well, but Mr. Bean, like, so this is like the Mr. Bean TV yes. show, but there's a bunch of other like TV shorts exactly. and like movies and other things he was in as Mr. Bean. So like the Mr. Bean universe is, the uh, I would imagine it'd be very difficult to, yeah, the Beaniverse, I imagine it'd be very difficult to get into uh, if you were looking to start from the beginning because there's all these like random little like things. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like there's a coherent story that draws it all together. I mean, Mr. Uh, well, the 131st episode of the Mr. Bean cartoon ties it all together. What? (laughs) (laughs) You bastard. I did notice that there was, I can't, I didn't notice if it was a short or a TV movie. It's called Mr. Bean funeral. Uh, so that might be the final nail in the coffin, if you will, for one Mr. Bean. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we should just get into this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do that. Welcome to your feature presentation. All right. Mr. Bean. Uh, as I said, we are watching Mr. Bean Season 1, Episode 9. Do it yourself, Mr. Bean. And uh, the original Mr. Bean show. <laughs> this is crazy because only BBC shows like have a schedule like this. And according to IMDb, Mr. Bean ran from 1990 to 1995. One season. How many episodes do you think there are over a span of five years? I mean, I, I know that there's only like a dozen 15, or something like that. Fifteen episodes. Yeah. Like they their schedule is so weird, I guess, compared to American mm-hmm. TV. Um I mean just like they're Yeah, they do it wrong. <laughs> yeah, in America here we we milk it until there's like nothing left to milk it anymore. Uh where they sort of bow out gracefully. That's why there's only like six episodes of Dark Place, I guess. Um I guess, yeah. So, uh, yes, this uh, particular episode premiered January 10th, 1994, and here was a synopsis. 
Mr. Bean holds a New Year's Eve party for some of his friends, then decides to beat the sales and do some home improvements. And uh, this is uh, directed by one David Birkin. Basically, everyone who's involved behind the scenes is all, uh, you know, very UK-centric. They haven't really done much outside of, I guess, the BBC. But uh, Mr. Birkin here, he directed 10 episodes of Mr. Bean. And also, I remember this was another show that they were running on WUSF. Did you ever watch an episode of Chef in your entire life? Oh, man, that sounds so familiar. Maybe I saw commercials for it, but I, I don't think I ever actually yeah, watched Yeah, I remember it. like maybe catching the last 10 minutes while I was waiting for Red Dwarf to come on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I never really watched a full episode or anything. Um, but uh, this is written by Robin Driscoll. And he wrote 14 episodes of Mr. Bean, also a show called mm. Drama Rama, uh, Hello Mum, and one of the other writers of this show is also Mr. Bean himself, Rowan Atkinson. And uh, he's basically, I mean, he's the writer. Any Anytime Mr. Bean is involved, he's also writing behind the scenes. He also wrote the previously mentioned uh, The Black Adder. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, this could be either the dumbest thing in the world or the most genius thing in the world. Something called Man versus Bee. And it's basically... Yeah, I saw like that was like a some kind of like Netflix mm. series where it's like the premise sounds so ridiculous where it's like, I'll read it here. A man finds himself at war with a bee while house sitting a luxurious mansion. Who will win and what irreparable damage will be done in the process? And and the reason why I feel like, like this sounds like insane is because when I read that, I'm like, oh, this is a movie. No, they got nine episodes out of this. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, that sounds like uh, Mouse Hunt. Did you ever watch Mouse Hunt, the movie? No. It's actually no. pretty funny. I don't know. It's like uh, late 90s, just about uh, these guys who they buy this like expensive mansion and there's a mouse in it and they're trying. It's it's based on like the, the board no, game? No, it has nothing to do with it. Um, I think I'm thinking of Mouse Yeah, Master. yeah. And. Christopher Walken is like an exterminator, they call him, but he's only in the movie for like 10 minutes or something. But anyway, mm. so who are the thespians who brought Mr. Bean to life? Well, of course, uh, there's Rowan Atkinson, uh, uh, who we've talked about at length here. He plays uh, Mr. Bean. Uh, he's been in quite a few things. I didn't realize that he was in Lion King. Oh, yeah. Uh, he the was original. The, the voice of the, the bird in there. Yeah. Uh, Zuza or yeah, that's Zazu? Something, Zazu, yeah, that's um, it. So, something like that. But yeah, we've already kind of talked about some of the uh, other things he's been in, so I don't want to go back to that. But uh, we've got uh, Robert. Oops, one second here. We've got Robert uh, Austin, who plays uh, Hubert, which uh, I think that was one of the guests. Yep, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. uh, like you were saying earlier, like everything he's been in is very like UK centric. So. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything nothing that really that sounds interesting. I mean, he's in that Coronation Street, wasn't that like that TV oh, series? Oh, yeah, like that's supposed 3, to be 3,000 episodes, or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, it, yeah, 10,700 episodes. Wow, that's right. Damn, I mean, but who I would assume every, any everyone in the UK, even if you're not a professional actor, uh, everyone gets dragged into that. Wasn't Craig Charles in one of those as well? We discovered that during sure. Ghost Watch. 
thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. That's how we learned about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. That's right. Uh, Craig Charles from uh, Red, Red Dwarf. Dwarf yeah. Um, we've got Simon Godley playing Rupert, who is one of the other uh, guests that came over for New Year's Eve. Man, what a um, last get... name. Godley? Man, I wish that was my last name. <laughs> right? Um, anyways, everything in his uh, IMDb credits is like very UK-centric as well. I didn't recognize any of it. Um, Helen Burns uh, and David Stoll, they play like these department store clients. I'm guessing that they're the two people. Yeah, the couple that, outside of the department store, right? Yeah, when they're yeah. standing in line to waiting for the store to open. Again, everything very um, UK-centric. Nothing mm. I recognized for either of them. And then the last person named is Rupert uh, Vanistart. <laughs> uh, he plays the cop. Um, and uh, he actually does have a few uh, things of note on this side of the pond, as it were. Mm. Uh, he was in Braveheart. Uh, he was Lord Bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> You're making this up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Now... I'm trying to like. I'm not even sure if I've seen Braveheart or not. I, I don't what? think I have. Really, but, uh, man, that was such a big deal in the '90s. It's a. It's. A I think it was like movie. really long or something, and, it, and I was like, eh. Yeah, it's like it's like three hours, mm -hmm. and once something's over ninety minutes, I it's very hard for to for me to watch it. You have no attention span from all your years of being addicted to power pellets. <laughs> power pellets. No, it's not that. It's just that like most movies, in my opinion, that are over ninety minutes just tend to not be good. Well, Braveheart is good. I will say, I mean, you know, my situation is different because I have a child. But when I find out things like Oppenheimer are like three hours, I'm like, well, won't be going to theater to watch that anytime soon. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he was also in Four Weddings and a Funeral. And uh, he was in 13 episodes of a little show called Game of Thrones. Oh, um, uh, hmm. I'll have to look he into was that. I never young, heard of it. Yeah. He was... Uh, Sir Top, Sir Tops in Game of Thrones. Sir Topham uh, Hat. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That was in reference to Lord Bottoms. Like now he's a top man. <laughs> like, like a, it's Thank okay. you for explaining the the joke. Yeah, yeah it's okay. But I, uh, I anyways, do think so, though that that's interesting that he was in Four Weddings and a Funeral because Rowan Atkinson was also in that movie. Oh, yeah, okay. He was the, he was I don't. I've never seen that movie either. Yep, and that's the only reason why I watched it because he was in it. Rowan Atkinson. Oh, I just know that Hugh Grant is in it. Uh, I assume that that's why you were into it. But uh, I could care less about Hugh Grant. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson. Um, and that's that's that that's pretty much the cast. All right. Well, let's dive right into the episode. And uh, I mean, I will. As I said at the beginning, Mr. Bean is uh, his comedy is very physical. So if you really want to get like the gist of what's going on, you should go watch this on YouTube as uh as uh, Yehel mentioned last episode, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is available. There's like a it seems to be an official Mr. Bean channel. Yeah. Um cuz there's like the the little like end right, he's thing like for the last 20 seconds the, it's like some yeah. Yeah, he's like pointing at like you know the other videos that they put to watch next to to choose for you to choose. Mm -hmm. So seems to be the official Mr. Bean channel, but you can just search for the name of the episode if you just type into YouTube, Mr. Bean, uh, do it yourself, Mr. Bean. It'll come up. Or if you're really nice, there, listener, I'll put a link to it in the description. Yeah, because that's how much I care. <laughs> uh, all right, so here we go. 
we get the opening, which I feel is kind of iconic because I watched it so many years ago. Mr. Bean basically beams down from heaven and falls on the streets of London, I assume, with a church choir behind him. Did this opening like uh, open any nostalgic floodgates for you, you hell? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely remember mm-hmm. uh, uh, remembered it. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, that's I th- <laughs> it's not really a lot. To no, say. I mean, I think I feel like back then I probably <laughs> thought it was aliens or something, but I can. Yeah, I probably thought the same. I see now they're trying to say... Because he's so weird, yeah. right? Like, it seems like he might not be from Earth. Right, but I think the joke is that he's a gift from God, <laughs> basically. I mean, should we explain that, like, Mr. Bean doesn't really... For anybody who's never watched Mr. Bean, he, he does talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't, like, talk very much. And when he does, it's usually, like, in this weird, low yeah. voice. And he only says usually like a few words and maybe a sentence or two. But yeah, He doesn't uh, sound like Zazu at all. Now, if you go watch Black Adder, he sounds exactly like Zazu. Like, that's his real voice. But yeah, Mr. Bean is definitely like a stage voice, uh, if you will, um, uh, as we are going to see. Was it, wasn't like the, I guess, like the big punchline or joke in the Mr. Bean movie um, that came out like in the 2000s or whatever that like he mo- does like a long speech about a painting or something at some point. <laughs> I could see them doing that, and it was like, but I've never actually seen that movie. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, th- I think like that's supposed to be like the big um, was it Mr. Bean's holiday? Maybe yeah, that's Isn't it, like it's, it's like in America. Yeah, yeah I, I think like that's the big joke that he does like this like long speech where he's like talking about a painting. He's supposed to be analyzing it, but. He's basically just describing it and saying it's not very good. Right. Yeah, I remember they tried that same joke with uh, Chris Jericho and um, who's the guy who um, who everyone loves, who's like super cool um, in AEW. Oh, Orange yes. Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. They tried like because he had never done a promo, and then they did like that stupid. It was like a game show or something. And they tried the same joke, and it just didn't really work because at that mm. point, Orange Cassidy couldn't really talk. I mean, now he's a little bit better. But anyway, so we will dive into the episode. Here we go. So basically, Mr. Bean is uh, looking at a calendar that is marked uh, December 31st on his wall. Um, basically, he's setting the stage here to show that he is about to have a raucous New Year's Eve party. He opens the front door to hang up a balloon on the door. And as he opens it, like a neighbor walks by and he like sort of like gives him the eye and he's like, hey, look at what I'm doing. <laughs> he, he like <laughs> wants his uh, neighbor to know that he's throwing a, a, a big time bash or whatever. Um, and the neighbor, he's like carrying this massive like box of like booze. And he's just like, uh, sure, whatever, weirdo. Um so Mr. Bean then puts on a sad handmade newspaper hat. Like, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, I don't even know how to describe those hats. They even have a... Yeah, it's like it's like a little triangle hat. Right. Who, who even came up with that? I don't know. I feel like kids don't even make those anymore. But uh, whatever. This is the 90s. And, uh, and then he even made one for his little stuffed bear, um, which is like cute and sad and pathetic all at the same time. And uh, when this was happening, I started getting parallels between Mr. Bean and Pee Wee Herman. Can you can you uh, see that at all? 
Um, a little bit. They like both wear yeah, suits. Yeah, they 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 kind of have like that same like nervous energy, mm-hmm. and yeah, they both like have like suits. Mm-hmm. So uh, he puts on some music. He sets up a few chairs, um, and then puts newspaper hats on them as well. He's basically setting up for his guests. The doorbell rings, and he puts the doorknob uh, in a bowl of fruit, basically, uh, after he opens the door um, and ushers in two men who are wearing suits, uh, Rupert and Hubert. Like, I don't even remember Mr. Bean having a job, so I don't even know how he knows these guys. But, you know, we're watching. Yeah, I don't get it either. Yeah. But We're watching this episode out of context, so who knows? Um Anyway, um, so basically they sit down and he places the hats on top of Rupert and Hubert, (laughs) which is, uh, again, funny and sad all at the same time. Like, what what are you thinking about Mr. Bean's party here? I mean, it's a little like, I don't know. I'll be honest. I did not have as much fun watching this as I thought I Mm. would. Maybe it's because, like, it's a little, it's all very, like, kind of, like, sad. It is sad. Uh, Yeah. And you find yourself feeling more bad for him. True. At least I did than, than laughing at the situation. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's like, oh, he doesn't have like snacks. He doesn't have like this. He doesn't have that. It's, and he lives like in this weird, dingy, like little apartment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's awkward. Well, I think, I mean, out of all that, like the thing that he doesn't have is like <laughs> friends. As we're going to see, Rupert and Hubert here, they make their uh, exit pretty quick. Um, so, uh, yeah, so basically Bean goes into the kitchen to make the snacks. He realizes he doesn't have these little breadstick things. Uh, I'll, I'll just apologize for not being British. So I don't know what kind of snacks they're into. I assume something terrible. Am I right? Uh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So so, something so terrible that he thought he could just replace it with twigs (laughs) from outside. (laughs) Yeah, love British comedy, but the cooking, I mean, come on, come on, work with me here. <laughs> so, yeah, basically he's looking at these little breadstick things, realizes he doesn't have enough, so he opens a window, pulls in a tree limb, and hacks off with a butcher knife, he hacks off, like, these little sticks, basically. Then he tries to pour some champagne, but he's all out. So he replaces it with vinegar. <laughs> he, he taste tests the vinegar himself. And then he's like, oh, that's terrible. So what is his, um, how does he remedy the vinegar taste? Well, what is it that, that he does? He like puts like sugar yes. in it or yes, something? Yes, that's exactly it. Um, so the three men are all seated, each holding a drink and a twig. I mean, some of them might be real. Bean goes back into the kitchen to get more twigs. Rupert and Hubert, uh... They, you know, they realize that this party is not the best, so they start giving themselves the "how are we going to get out of here" kind of face. Then they go over to Bean's mm-hmm. clock, and they roll the uh, the hands forward uh, in order to count in the new year uh, early. And uh, then <laughs> it basically works. Uh, Mr. Bean comes over. They all hold hands very awkwardly with the stuffed bear and sing "Odd Lang Syde." Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rupert and Hubert uh, basically leave. And then they end up going next door. They see, like, an attractive woman hanging outside of Bean's neighbor's door. And then they basically go right inside. Uh, any thoughts on any of that? 
Um, no, not really. I mean, again, it's all like very sad, mm-hmm. uh, kind of. And um, I like I didn't remember there being a laugh track either. Oh, really? I, I remembered it quite vividly. Yeah, so I was kind of like taken aback to that, and, and I'm I'm somebody who like kind of like I really dislike laugh tracks. Oh, I'm right, uh, I'm right it, there with you. But since I knew it was gonna be there, it really didn't like uh, like ruin it for me or anything. Yeah, and, and like sometimes it, it's it's not used like too badly here, but there are a few times where it's kind of used in part. Like they have the laugh track kind of start before anything really funny has finished happening. Right. So it kind of like ruins some of the bits, I feel like, because it makes you like, no, oh, something's coming. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we, in 2023, about to be 2024, I think we all agree that laugh tracks suck. I don't even know why they keep them around anymore. Um, oh, I guess for shows like The Big Bang Theory uh, that aren't funny, but still have to pretend to be right. funny, even though that show got canceled a long time. Young Sheldon. There you go. Young Sheldon. Uh, so Bean goes to bed, I guess, early with his bear. Of course, he doesn't know that it's early. And then outside, he can hear the real countdown, like his neighbor is counting down and stuff. And then he figures it out. And then to add a little more twist to the knife in Bean's back, the people next door start singing, three cheers for Rupert and Hubert. (laughs) So... These did get a lot. Yeah, these guys, they left Beans party and then they went over to the sexy party and then they were the life of that party, Um, which I don't know. I I just imagine it's probably the same as Beans party, except for they actually had real snacks. Like, I I don't know. (laughs) Um, So the next day and this is weird because I actually thought they were like switching to like a completely different like sketch or whatever but it actually comes back yeah I thought so too it comes back and plays uh plays a um you know a, a part in the story later but Mr. Bean drives his car to an apartment store where people are waiting in line for a big sale Bean uh, goes to the front of the line where he had a sleeping bag, uh, like already waiting, and there were balloons in it. And that's where uh, our aforementioned uh, couple is sitting, and they're like watching him, basically, and kind of like freaked out or whatever. What do you think about uh, Bean's uh, little plan here with this fake sleeping bag? I mean, it was all right. Like basically, the gag is that like rather than you know wait there's a big sale going on at this place and you know so there's this line of people that have been waiting overnight mm. basically and uh, rather than wait overnight he put a sleeping bag at the very front of the line with like a fake head which is just like a like, like a head of lettuce or something i can't remember what <laughs> it was like uh and it's like a head of lettuce uh with like a, a beanie on it and uh like the body was made out of Balloons. like uh balloons like the kind that you would make like balloon animals out of just in the shape of like a human body uh it was all right uh but i gotta be honest like the laugh track was just killing me here because they're outside and i'm hearing this laugh track and uh yeah it really i i didn't find this part particularly funny to me uh i agree uh like i think like the idea of like mr bean is basically like it's so stupid that it's genius at the same time sometimes. Um, and I, I know like the, probably the first time I saw this, cause I do remember this episode that, uh, 
I probably thought like a lot of his little plants and stuff were were kind of genius and whatnot. But yeah, watching mm-hmm. it as like a full grown adult in 2023 doesn't really have the same oomph, if you will. Right, um, right. From watching it back then, um, but. I also wonder, though, do you remember the last time you, like, waited in line to, like, I assume purchase, like, a video game console or anything like that? Or really anything, anything. I mean, the, the last time I was, I waited in a line to get into something like that, or um, I would, I, I mean, this year I did go to, uh, like, a screening of the season finale of Picard at a movie theater, and it wasn't guaranteed that you were going to get in. Mm-hmm. The line was really long. Huh. Uh, so that's the closest. But to actually like go to a store to like buy something and like camp out overnight, I, I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, just I just think it's interesting that I never, re- I was never really into that. But I, I can't even remember the last time people I know were doing that. Well, I mean, I remember because I was working at a Walmart like back when the PlayStation Two came out. Um, like people were, I mean, those were really hard to come by and. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, PlayStation Two. Two. I mean, we're talking about in America that was two thousand, uh, like late two thousand that it was released. Yeah. So twenty three years ago. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, I'm just saying this is a, it's just a long time ago. It seems like a different world. I mean, you basically don't yeah. have to line up to like buy shit anymore. Like I didn't hear anyone lining up to get a PlayStation Five. They were just they just didn't have them. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, so Bean, he's got his eye on this chair. Uh, he gets in and he was, he's, he buys it. Then he puts it on the top of his car. Like basically he like binds it with like rope and stuff. And then he gets this, uh, brilliant idea that he is going. And also I, I think he can't get into his car for some reason. So he comes up with the idea to, ride on the chair on top of the roof and steer the car at the same time. And I definitely, Mm -hmm. this definitely came back to me as I was watching because I remember this. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, for sure. And uh, it's uh, it's pretty funny, I guess, Um, especially. I would say the bit just maybe goes on a little too long. Uh, But yeah, it's like he's got so much stuff in his car Mm -hmm. that he can't because he didn't just buy the chair. He bought a bunch of other stuff. So he can't fit in the car anymore to drive it. So he makes like this system of like basically pulleys with like ropes yeah. like, connected to the steering wheel and a broom for the gas and brake mm-hmm. pedal. And he's sitting on top of like the furniture chair that he bought on top of the car driving. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. It's like a, it's a fun idea, but it, I do feel like it overstays its welcome because I, I feel like it becomes like, I don't know, more than half this bit. Sure, sure, sure. I can definitely agree with that. Um and uh, would it uh, thrill you to know that there was a stunt driver controlling the car the whole time? I mean, I figured it wasn't uh, <laughs> <Bean>. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson uh, doing it himself. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like, you can definitely tell, too, that the car is being driven, like, slowly. Uh because like he's holding a mop right and like the mops bristles like don't really like flow in the wind his hair doesn't really like move oh, much sure, yeah so so yeah you, you can tell that they, they, they were driving this car pretty slowly mm-hmm. absolutely so basically all all goes well till it gets to a steep hill then the broom like gets stuck 
but he ends up driving into a truck filled with feathers uh, for some reason. I don't know. Very, very Looney Tunes, but definitely very Bean at the same time. And so now we cut to Bean's apartment. Uh, Bean loads in the chair and then he starts rearranging furniture. Um, he moves like a table away. He's got like this window uh, that's in his kitchen and then also in his living room, I guess, which it's supposed to be there to allow him to pass like food and stuff, I guess, if he's entertaining right. someone. And he moved. Yeah, there's a name for 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 those kind of windows. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, it's so you can pass food to somebody in the living right. room. Right. I've already given up on ever uh, owning a house that has anything like that in it. So I would just rather not know about it. Uh, uh, okay. yeah. Well, I, I think, and, and plus, like, there's probably like some British name, right? It, it's know, uh, like, wait, a bean window. Or, well, let's uh, see. The, it was they had that space under the stair called the glory hole in the the ghost watch. So this one has to be called <laughs> something else that's like super sexual, but uh, something else like the the double pass through or something like that. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, it's called a cum waiter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> much better than mine. All right, well, well done. Um, so, but yeah, he starts putting things through the cum waiter <laughs> or the window <laughs> and, uh, they basically just fall straight to the ground because he had moved the table that was on the other side. So he comes up with the bright idea to cut a hole in the opposite side of his, um, of his kitchen, basically to where he moved the table. He takes out a saw and there's some funny or somewhat funny, um, yeah, it, it's like an electric, uh, like a oh, bandsaw. I, I think is what they're the called. Saws, or I, I don't know. I don't know anything about. Yeah, it's 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 the kind of saw that's like it's just like one like all. It almost looks like it's like a thin uh, piece of metal, mm. and uh, it's just electric. And uh, yeah, he's sawing through drywall basically. Yeah, and then um, first thing he has to like uh, you know basically measure the the window and then put it on the other side. And I guess he doesn't know how to use a tape measure or a yardstick. So he tries to like do it with his fingers and then he tries to do it with some uh, pencils or something. It's uh, moderately funny. Um, what, what did you think about the, those g- gags? Um, it was it was fine. I, I do think that like once he starts the sawing uh. that it also went on too long. Uh I, I mean, and there's some funny ideas mm-hmm. in this sawing bit because he's like sawing and obviously he's like because he's sawing it from the kitchen side. He's not looking at what he's sawing through on the living room right. side that's on the wall. So he's like saws through like part of a painting. Mm-hmm. He saws like uh, there's one point where like his phone starts ringing, but he saws through like the phone yes. cord. And then he comes back around the wall to like get the phone. But he thinks like it just stopped like whoever was calling just hung up right, or something. Right, right, right. Uh, he also... And he saws like, hey, go ahead. I was just say he saws through. Uh, <laughs> in hindsight, it's kind of like right. <laughs> he saws through like his picture of Princess uh, Die, Princess Die, like 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 basically through her and neck. Prince Charles, like, like, yeah, he beheads them and both, Prince Charles basically. And then the end of the which gag did you is... notice? No laugh track for that. Yeah, that was weird. Um, so I was like, I... okay, was it like seen as? Did they do it? And then the people at the uh, BBC were like, well, well, we can't put a laugh track on this. Like, 
Right. The uh, the guy the guy who's the minister in charge of laugh tracks. He just wasn't having it. Well, I'm I'm sure they've got like you know some kind of censors, you know, and standards sure. and practices, some equivalent of that. So I'm guessing that they because they were using that laugh track very liberally. Otherwise, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the the gag ends with um, there is it for some reason. Bean has a picture of a bodybuilder like wearing only. I don't know what the proper term here. Basically, a uh, like thong. A, like a little bodybuilding speedo. Yeah, bodybuilding speedo, and so the the saw is going basically up through the crotch of the bodybuilding speedo, and uh, yeah, I don't know. You just have to see it. It got a big laugh from the laugh track, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then that was basically that. But why why does Bean have the the bodybuilder on his wall though? Yeah, hell, I, I think just to be funny because it's like. Like you said, it's like, why does he, like, die and uh, Princess Die and Charles make sense, kind of. You know, everything mm-hmm. else kind of makes sense. And mm-hmm. then you have, you've got that random-ass picture. Sure, sure. So then he decides uh, to paint. Uh, he um, puts, he grabs his paintbrush. But not paint the... like a painting. Like, he wants to paint his house, right? Yeah, he wants to paint the whole, yeah, yeah, thank you. He wants to paint his whole interior, basically. Uh, the bristles of his uh, paintbrush are too old. He he puts them in the paint and the bristles fall off. Uh, so then he decides to uh, jam the handle up the ass of his teddy bear and use the bear as the bristles, basically. <laughs> kind of messed up, but still funny. Um, then uh, Bean, he's like, that's taking too long. So Bean decides to wrap the entire apartment, including his like fake fruit, in newspaper. And then anything he doesn't want painted. Right, right, right. Then he puts a firework in the paint can and lights it. Um, but at first he can't get out because he wrapped the um, the doorknob, the one that he kept in the fake fruit. He wrapped that in newspaper as well. Um, and then a Rupert is shown leaving the sexy party from next door. Yeah. And he at realized- this point, Bean has gotten out. Yeah, yeah, he got out, and I, I forgot to mention one of the important things from the previous scene uh, at the very beginning. Uh, Rupert he leaves his hat at Mister Bean's, like right next to the clock, and so he's gotten he's he's now done with doing whatever he did <laughs> during that <laughs> New Year's Eve party, uh, and he realizes he forgot his hat because you know hats I guess were still a big thing in the UK in the 1990s. He goes into Beans, I guess doesn't bother to knock on the door. Um, and uh, basically, yeah, and then we hear an explosion. Bean then goes inside. The entire impart- apartment is white now, with the exception of an outline of a man grabbing for his hat right next right. to the clock. So. That so yeah, basically it's a um, setup and payoff, I suppose, somewhat of the previous New Year's Eve party, and I don't know. I feel like if they wanted like both Rupert and Hubert to like get punished for ditching Bean, both of them should have gotten like uh, pain all over them or whatever. I, I don't know. What do you think about this ending? Um, I, I'm, I think the reason why they didn't have both of them, because if that's the gag you want to do, it's hard to like capture the silhouette of both, uh, especially in that old four, three aspect ratio. 
So I'm assuming that's why they only did one. Um, and it might not have been as clear also what it was if there was more than one. Uh, and this guy had like a very, uh, he's a b- little bit of a heavier set guy. So he had like a very like. Um, distinct profile uh, or distinct, silhouette. Yeah, thank you. Silhouette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, actually, this was the one time I kind of laughed. Uh, and then, nice. and I, and I kind of, and, and what really I thought was funny is like, they don't show his body. They just show the silhouette implying that he's like been killed, which <laughs> I didn't get that. I thought maybe he was too embarrassed to face bean. So he grabbed his hat despite the paint going everywhere and he ran away because he didn't want to like try to, Oh, uh, maybe, maybe to you're right. Well, I'm going to, to uh, go with, he's been killed. <laughs> I don't know. Mr. Bean is too childlike to murder anyone, I feel like. Now, the Black Adder, on the other hand, that's a different story. But um, <laughs> So are you ready to render your verdict on um, Do It Yourself, Mr. Bean, Episode 9? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Mr. Velasquez, uh, do you think that Mr. Bean Episode 9, Do-It-Yourself Mr. Bean, should be part of your regular New Year's Eve viewing, or do you think it should be left in the black void of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Uh, You know, I'm going to say this one was pretty bad uh, for the most part. I would say it's definitely a do-not-remember, and I don't think this would be like a good introduction if you've never seen Mr. Bean before, uh, it's to me, it was, I mean, again, I don't remember a lot of like the, the specific bits or whatever from the episodes, but eh, this one just felt like very, like more sad than funny. Um, so yeah, I, I can't recommend this one. What about you? Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I was ready for some belly laughs, but then I started thinking like, Mr. Bean never really like made me like belly laugh. There was like a f- uh, there were some episodes that definitely made me chuckle. Like again, I think the Black Adder. I don't know. Maybe is just more my and I would say possibly our like kind of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Mr. Bean is like family friendly, sort of slapsticky three stooges yeah. kind of uh, kind of uh, humor. I would say I and, remember Mr. Bean because I, I agree. It was never like for me like belly laugh funny, but it was always like clever. Like, yes, he, he would always get into some weird situation and he would almost like have to like MacGyver his way out of it, kind of right. like he did with the driving the car thing. But right. it would always do you be, remember like, do you remember the episode where um, he he was going to go for a swim somewhere and there was a guy nearby? So he didn't want to, like, get naked in front of the guy. So he basically had to find a way to, like, put his swimsuit in over his pants oh and then at the bar- yes i do think the- i remember that yeah yeah that made me belly laugh like that and this did not make me belly laugh and i know your your choices of new year's eve media are pretty pretty slim but uh but yeah if you're looking to check out mr bean i definitely i don't think i could recommend this one uh either um, so yeah, for all those reasons, I think we can, I feel kind of bad, but yeah, obliterate. Well, we're not, we're not saying we obliterate Mr. Bean. We're saying this episode. Yes, absolutely. Here we go. The heathens have spoken. You are 
obliterated. I think the important thing here is that we've discovered that you've never seen the Black Adder. So that is a future episode coming your way, buddy, whether you want it or not. Yeah, maybe someday. Maybe someday. <laughs> uh, other than that, like if you want other New Year's Eve media, make sure you check out our uh, last year's episode where we looked at New Year's Evil. Which also wasn't very good. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, resolution for next year is to uh, watch something uh, good for our New Year's Eve show. Yeah, hmm, I guess you're right. Yeah, it's kind of getting kind of hard to find decent New Year's Eve stuff. But, um, but yeah, I would say that is probably our show. Did you have anything else to add before we uh, clock out here? No, I'm good to go. All right. Well, uh, why don't you let us know what you think of episode nine of uh, Mr. Bean. Do it yourself, Mr. Bean. Go to YouTube, take a look at it, and then uh, come back to the comments. Uh, Maybe we're wrong. Who knows? But of course, since we're the hosts, I mean, we can only be right. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, (laughs) All right. uh, Other than that, we will see you guys in 2024 when we will continue to unearth More Obscure Media, only on Obscurity Now. See you next year. Bye, everyone. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscurity Obscurity Now. Now.